Hello and welcome back to the Somatic Hound Podcast. This is a remix episode. I'm bringing back some of the lost episodes from season one. And this one is appropriately named The Somatic Hound, which was actually before the podcast was even named The Somatic Hound. So if you don't know me, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Leah Lykos. I am the owner of Canine Movement Lab, a dog training company in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I did also just want to let you know that the course that I'm talking about in this episode called The Somatic Hound is not currently open for enrollment, but you can email me if you'd like to get on the wait list. I'm currently actually giving part three of The Somatic Hound right now. So for my students who started with part one and they went through part two, we're actually in a very interesting part of the course finishing off the trilogy. So you can email me, leah at caninemovementlab.com if you'd like to get on that wait list. And here is the episode for you. I studied natural dog training with Kevin Bean for almost seven years. I now have my own practice here where I do private sessions with people. I also give online trainings and phone consultations. If you'd like to find out more about me and my training, you can go to caninemovementlab.com. That's caninemovementlab. And the reason I named my business this is because My training is really based in somatic practices for dogs. I recently created an online training called the Somatic Hound, which will actually focus in the first section on some somatic practices for humans. Because what I find is that when I'm working with a dog, I feel fairly present and grounded and, you know, like uninhibited towards the dog because I just feel comfortable with dogs. I don't have any emotional baggage with my client dogs. So it's like kind of a clean slate. The channel's open, the dog connects with me and everything's cool. Then even in that very moment, I can hand the leash over to the owner And all of a sudden, there's a different energy, and the dog doesn't quite respond the same way. The dog feels inhibited. The dog feels any emotional blockages that the human has. The human starts to feel sort of self-conscious because they're not open emotionally to their dog, and they can't get the dog to do the same things that I just got their dog to do for me. And so what's happening is we need a strong foundation for the owner to make a deep emotional connection with their own dog before I can really make any progress. Because what I'm doing is teaching the owner how to train. And when I say train, what I really mean is connect with their dog. And the thing that really interrupts that connection 
is the owner's own dissociation from their body and their feelings. That makes them a little less open to the dog. And the dog is completely in the moment and feeling every little sort of glitch in the matrix, if you will. So what I did with this latest online course is I, I'm really focusing on the first five weeks of creating a strong somatic practice for the human to become more embodied. Now, once you become embodied, you will be able to feel what's going on inside your dog. You will have sort of like a spidey sense. And the dog loves this because that's what they have, right? They're not cognitively thinking and predicting and, you know, making intentions for the future. They're just acting completely in the moment and reading the energy that's present in every moment. And that's why it's so important for you to connect with your own energy and your own body, because then you'll be able to communicate in your dog's native language, which is body language. So because most of us are in our heads and because of past trauma and what have you, you know, we are somewhat dissociated. We spend a lot of time during the day not occupying, not fully occupying our bodies. Our dogs can feel that which is the main point of disconnection between us and our dogs. So I just wanted to tell you a little bit about the course. Part one is 10 weeks and the first five weeks focus on the human. We'll then take one week off sort of to like just integrate the new information that we have, the new technology we have of being embodied. The next four weeks focus on resetting your dog's nervous system. There's actually, to be honest, there's quite little traditional dog training in part one. Just wanted to introduce that course. And also in introducing the course, you get a better idea of what my training philosophy and methods are all about. And so that's a little introduction on me, my business, my latest course offering, Now I want to give you two of my very important dog training tips. And again, it doesn't necessarily look like dog training, but that's because in my dog training system, what we're doing is training the nervous system. We're training your dog's nervous system. Once you and your dog become fully embodied and aligned, there's really very little quote unquote, training that needs to be done because your dog will just respond to you. Okay. They don't need to respect you. They need to respond to you. So we need to create some emotional resonance, some somatic resonance. So here are two ways for you to start building that critical foundation between you and your dog very strong connection. The first one is hand feeding. And a lot of people get confused when I tell them to stop feeding their dog out of a bowl. And they're like, what do you mean? And I say, don't put your dog's food 
into the bowl. Okay, put it in a pouch, carry it around with you. Wherever you go, feed your dog by hand. I don't want you to ask for any behaviors. I don't want you to demand or command your dog to do anything. This is a free lunch. This is the opposite of what many people will say, which is make your dog work for everything. No, in the beginning, you're just creating connection. You're creating flow. You're creating trust. You're just free feeding your dog, but it's all by hand. So we're creating a physical connection, which then creates an emotional connection. If you can hand feed your dog for six months to a year, we will get into making the dog actually do work. We will shape traditional obedience behaviors. But if you are completely new to this work and you have not done any of this holistic or natural dog training, or as I call it, canine core method, you need to start by simply feeding your dog by hand. Now, The second most important thing that I need you to really understand is actually part of the core exercises of this training system. And it was so with Kevin's training system as well. This is one of his five core exercises. This is to massage your dog. I'm talking about actually massaging your dog. Do not talk to your dog. Do not pet your dog. Do not stimulate and excite your dog. I want you to relax your dog with your touch. Can you make your dog more relaxed and more supple with your human hand? This is right up there with the hand feeding. These are the two most critical things for your dog training. It may seem confusing at first. I'm telling you actually to not do anything that looks like obedience. That's because our obedience comes from a natural connection that your dog will have with you. I do give my dogs commands, okay? Once we create this very strong bond, this foundation, this resonance, this alignment. Yes, we're going to use food and toys and engagement and all the positive rewards that many other training systems use in order to shape, lure. We're going to get there. We're going to get to these obedience commands, right? However, When my dogs are truly in tune with me, when I feel truly centered, grounded, embodied, I don't even really have to give them commands. I use body language and I just talk to them and I tell them what I want and they listen to me. I'm not saying they're psychic. I'm not saying they understand every word of the English language. I'm just saying they know. They know what I want. They can feel it in their body. Whether I'm projecting energy or I'm absorbing their energy or I'm attracting their energy by running away from them or I'm I'm just talking to them and telling them what I want. 
Tell him to get in the car, pick up the toy, come with me, go over there, go lay down, whatever. It becomes more conversational. I'm not commanding, demanding, and expecting my dogs to respect me because I'm the alpha. We're just having a conversation. We're just talking to each other. Now, sometimes my dogs talk back. Yes. Sometimes they get a little sassy and they demand things from me. Yes. Do I give in sometimes? Yes. Are my dogs a little bit spoiled? Sure. However, overall, we have a pretty harmonious relationship. And I do believe it is from this connection and this understanding that we have. So what I would like to shift in the mainstream dog training arena is this still very outdated idea that your dog needs to respect you. Of course they'll respect you. But do you respect them? Do you respect that this is an animal with their own needs as an individual with their own personality who also needs to be listened to and respected? I'm not saying to put the dog above you. I'm not saying to have no boundaries. Yes, of course, it's a dog. It's an animal. We're going to have rules. We're going to have boundaries. We want to move away also from this codependency of feeling like my fur baby needs me. I'm not doing enough for my fur baby. I'd also love to get away from that. Let's just have a healthy, normal relationship between a human and an animal. It can be fun. It can be engaging. It can be full of empathy and compassion, etc. We don't need the top-down hierarchy, and we also don't need the guilt and codependency. We want something in the middle where we both feel healthy, independent, actualized, and connected. And that is my goal. So this was just a short little episode to, again, if you're new, sort of introduce you to my training methods and philosophies. The upcoming course, Somatic Hound, can be found at caninemovementlab.com. And if you are completely new to this work, or even if you're not new and you just need a reset or a reboot with your dog, I want you to go back to the hand feeding, practicing no obedience because we're rebooting the system. And I want you to realize the importance of touch. You need to take the time to get centered relaxed, and calm. Then you will massage the dog. Try 10 days in a row, five minutes a day. If you don't have five minutes a day to spend with your dog, then you probably shouldn't have a dog. So I know everybody can do this. Then try to work up to 10 minutes a day. Then work up to 20 minutes a day. Then maybe you do a couple days a week where you give a 30-minute massage Maybe once a week you do a 45-minute massage. You both get oxytocin from that. So this is not just for the dog. This is not just catering to the dog and making the dog feel spoiled. 
Okay. This is also for you and your nervous system, because if you have to sit still for 40 minutes, I know a lot of you are not going to be comfortable with that. I know there was a time when I was not comfortable with that. And sometimes I cheat a little bit and I do it in front of the TV or I listen to a podcast or whatever. I don't completely like get into this zend out meditative state, but I still make myself do it in whatever way that I can. So this is my advice for you today. Next time, I'll probably have completely different advice for you because we'll be on to something new. But this is foundational. And if you only do these two things, I promise you, you'll see changes in your dog and changes in your relationship with your dog. And also let me know how this goes for you. I'm happy to hear from you guys, and I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Hey.